0: Hey guys, welcome back to Candy Combos uh, On this episode, I am going to talk about uh, Something personal to myself Something um, that I've, I've um, always um, gone through um, It's um, I'm going to talk about anxiety and depression um, I think I've always had anxiety um, I think the when my anxiety kicked in was I was, I was young. I think I want to say I was maybe nine or 10 or 11, somewhere around there, maybe younger. Um, uh, a serious, um, incident happened in my life and I was able to witness it and it, um, it's, it's was obviously frightening to me And it never went away like I kept I would always and I was young I would always replay um that um that scene over and over again or I would think about it or um I would see it in my dreams sometimes and I got I didn't get sick I I did start getting um little spots on my on my hands and my arms um and uh I believe I showed my mom and I let her know, you know, what had happened. And she said, it's because I got scared. And obviously, yes, I did. I got frightened. Um, I got frightened. And I think that that's when my anxiety kicked in. I've always been um a very anxious person growing up. I've just always been like that. I've always, you know, I, I, I think I do it to myself. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's even real or that's possible I think I do it to myself I kind of um freak myself out more than I should and you know I overthink that's the problem I I love to overthink things and I and and I always think of the worst you know I always like oh my god well what if this isn't and um I've always been that type of person, always my entire life. And, um, I think once I got into, uh, high school, it kind of got a little bit, a little bit more, I, I think it got worse. Like I would get really nervous about everything and it, it really wasn't even a big deal. And I would get, um, um nervous, like, a, like really, really bad. And then, um, when I got to high school and I, th- it was my senior year when I met my husband and um we started going out. Um well we weren't it wasn't official, we weren't together. We would just he would pick me up and we would go to the movies or we would go to his parents' house or whatnot. And um uh I would get really, really anxious about things and then obviously I talked about it with him and he would tell me, Well, why do you think like that? You know, don't think like that, you know, you're just working yourself up for nothing. And <laughs> I would tell him, you know, oh, well, you don't know what it feels like and you don't know this and you don't know. And then it just, as I grew, it started, you know, um, getting worse. You know, I, 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 you know, sometimes would, I would get really bad headaches or I would, wouldn't feel right. You know what I mean? My anxiety was like always kicking in really, really bad. And, and, and my blood, blood pressure would go up when I was pregnant with my oldest, um, that was my biggest issue, like, um, I had really high blood pressure, um, uh, my heart rate was really, really high, and all the time, because I was always nervous, and kind of towards the end of my pregnancy, it started to get really, really bad, because obviously, I was overthinking everything, and it just gave me anxiety of how everything was going to turn out, and all of that, and, and it was really, really bad, um, sometimes I would go in, um, to the hospital because I would just take myself because I would, um, I would scare myself. I would think that I was going into labor and, and there would, obviously there were fa- false alarms and I wasn't even in labor, but i they wouldn't leave me, like, let me go because, um, because my heart rate, like, obviously my blood pressure wasn't going down and, um, I would be there for like hours until like it calmed down. And then they would, um, when I was pregnant, they would give you apple juice. I guess apple juice, um, calms it down. And I hate apple juice. I don't like apple juice. I don't like drinking. I don't like the smell and I would drink it, you know, obviously because I was pregnant. Um, and then they would release me and all that. It just started getting while I am getting older. I'm actually, you know, I'm 33 now. So it, it is, it's gotten worse. Um, and I remember one time when I was, um, I would say in my 20s, my early 20s, um, I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling so good. So I went to the ER because I wasn't feeling good. And and I was there and um, I told them that I had, I, I don't know what was wrong with me, um, but obviously they check your temperature, they take, they check your vitals. And they were like, I don't know, I forgot what it was. They Obviously, they gave me medicines for wh- whatever pain I had. I forgot what I went in there for. But they didn't want to let me go. They had me in the room and they were like, your blood pressure is like really, really high and, you know, you're beating really, really like, like obviously my heartbeat was beating fast. And they're like, we can't let you go because just to be safe, because if something happens to you, you know, obviously it'll be their fault and, and they had, they, they gave me apple juice to kind of bring it down. And I was like, I'm not drinking that. I don't like it. And they would tell me, like, if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't drink it, it's not going to go down. And I'm like, it's not going to go down. I told them that's just, I've always been this type of person. Like I'm, that's just me. I've always had that. And they didn't want to release me. And <laughs> I remember, I mean, obviously I was young and, and, and I just, I was at that point where I didn't care. I did whatever it is I wanted. And, and I remember them, I think they came in to see me like three times by the last time I, I told them, I was like, it's not going to go down. I already told you, like, I was arguing with the nurse and I was like, it's not going to go down. I'm going to be here all freaking day and it's not going to go down. You guys need to release me. And this is not like, we can't. And I told them, I will walk out. I told her, I told the nurse, I will. Obviously it didn't go down and they gave me my papers and I just left, you know, obviously they signed, they released me and they told me like, if anything happens to you, we are not at fault for anything that happens. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I left, you know, and my anxiety, obviously obviously, if um, you follow me, you guys know um, that I recently lost my dad in January and, um, you know, yes, my anxiety went, shot off, (laughs) The roof, so, um, um, I I don't think anybody has ever, um, I don't think a doctor has diagnosed me with like anxiety or I've never been to, I mean, I've never gone to the doctor and the doctor has said, yes, you have anxiety, but I did live with someone almost my entire life um, with anxiety and depression and I know what it is and I know how it feels and I know what it does to a person. So, um, I was just like, and, and my mom would tell me, you need to calm down. Like you, you need to calm down, you know, cause obviously she's gone through it and is going through it. So it, it you know, it, it, she knows the feeling and she knows, you know, you need to learn how to control it. Obviously, if you're not gonna go to a doctor and, 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 and get it taken care of, but, um, yeah, it, it, it. It increased with that incident, and um I remember um just recently i want to say a month ago or two months ago, two and a half months ago um I had a little incident with my oldest, and um, I had to drive to go see my son because it was um it had my anxiety shooting through the roof and and um I didn't tell my husband that I was like you know obviously my anxiety was 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 through the roof and I didn't tell him that I just told him I need to go um with him real quick and and he was just like okay are you okay and I said fine and as I'm driving over there I know it's not safe don't do it if you feel if you are anxious if you're you don't have a straight head do not drive you know obviously um But I just was driving and and obviously I couldn't think of anybody else. I couldn't hear anything else. Um, I was just shaking a little bit. And um, as I was driving, I kind of, obviously my hands are on the wheel and my hands are obviously in front of me. And um, I look at my hands, (laughs) I look at my hands and I'm like, what in the world? And I had a bunch of... um, those same dots that I got when I was younger, like, they're just, like, I don't know what happens, but I get a bunch of my, I get spots on my hands and my arms, and I had them all over, like, my hands and my arms as I was going, you know, to my child, and I remember, um, once I was able to park, like, obviously, turn off the car, stop, I called my mom, and I, and I told her what happened, and she was like, oh my god, you know, are you okay, you know, what's you know, is he okay, blah, 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 whatever, I talked to her, and I let her know what happened, and she's like, I told you, you should not be acting like this, you are not at the level to be, to be worrying like this, and I'm like, "What? Well, there's really no, there's unexpected things happen, there's no way of planning things that happen like this, you know, so I told her, you know, it's not that I planned this, it just happened, you know, and it made me feel this way, and my anxiety got really, really bad, And, um, sometimes there is things that I can prevent. There is, um, 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 incidents and anxiety moments that I can prevent because I create on myself because of just how I am. And it's, it's, you know, sometimes there's some issues that you can't control or you can't, um, you, you don't plan for them. They just happened. Um, so I have been dealing with it and, and, and for the most part, I mean, obviously, with what ha- what's going on with my family, you know, it's it's sometimes it goes and comes back and I try myself to kind of keep myself at a nice level just to um so I don't get worse. Um and then there's depression. <laughs> let me tell you guys, postpartum depression, I have had never, I have three children. I had, I did not know. I mean, I've heard about it and I've read about it. And, and, and sometimes I even wonder like, what does it feel like? Like how, like, you know, like how, well, how, what is it? You know, what's the feeling or how do you feel this and that, you know? And, um, I never really, I want to say, um, uh, my first two pregnancies were really good. My first pregnancy, oh my God, the, the pregnancy was just the best. Um, I did not get any morning sickness. I did not get headaches. I wasn't miserable. I did sleep a lot, but that was okay for me. Um, I it, it was a really good pregnancy. I ate everything, everything I wanted. Um, <laughs> maybe that's why I gained so much weight, but it was the best pregnancy. And after I had um, my son, even everything that I went through, um, I didn't fall into depression. I didn't fall into postpartum depression. I didn't. I don't know if it was for the simple fact that um, I had, you know, a little tiny person, you know, watching me that I had to, you know, kind of um, kick into gear and, and, and not feel that way. But I I, um, uh, I didn't feel any type of way, even with, with everything that was happening in my life at the moment, I didn't, I didn't feel sorry for myself or I didn't, um, show it like that. I didn't really, you know, want to fall into that, that category of depression. And my dad, Oh, bless his soul. My dad would always ask me, even when I had my first one. He is the type of person he worries. He he'll ask you, you know, and he would always ask me, you know, are you okay? Is everything okay? How do you feel? Are you happy? Do you have depression? Are you in depression? Are you okay? He would always ask me, and and I would be like, no, I'm fine. I'm like I'm okay. I'm actually okay. Like like there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah, I'm stressed. I have a kid, you know, but for the most part, like no you know I did have like a little meltdown one time um I don't know for what reason it had something to do with the baby um and I think it was it had something to do with with my my child it had it was an incident it had nothing to do with the baby physically but it had something to do with the baby and I think I broke down and cried and my dad was like are you sure it's not depression like what if she's in depression are you in depression like she started asking and and I was like, no, I'm just mad. (laughs) You know, have you guys ever cried of how mad you guys were? That's a totally different episode, but I told, I would tell him, no, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm just upset. Like I'm mad. And then, um, that was that. And then, um, after, um, after my second child, um, it was kind of easy. Like, like I told you guys, it was, it was um, easy for me because it was kind of like starting all over. Um, because my son, my oldest was already six years old. Um, and it was in so much of, yeah, I would have to take my son to school, but he kind of did everything on his own. Like he, he was, he was already potty trained. Obviously he went in the bathroom by himself. Um, I would for the most part, he can ask me what he wants if he was hungry and stuff like that. So then, um, again, you know, obviously they ask you questions at the doctor, like, are you suffering for blah, blah, blah. But my dad would ask me, you know, once I had my second one, he, are you okay? How's the baby? Do you feel okay? Are you depressed? Are you tired? Do you want us to take care of the baby? And I I told him, I was, I would tell him, no, I'm, I'm Okay like i'm okay you know like i'm 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 okay i'm fine i'm tired but i'm okay like for the most part my 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 second child he was a very good baby he slept throughout the night he slept he was not a difficult baby like he my husband um he got away with that because my my son my second one was he was he was really good. He was fairly a really good baby. We did not struggle with him. We it, it was he did not cry a lot. He, you know, obviously when he was hungry or pooped, but other than that, that was it. He was just a very happy baby. Then when I had my third one, my last baby, um it was a little bit more difficult because my second child, he was he had just turned 1. So he was still small and he obviously needed a lot of attention and um, my oldest was already going to elementary. He was in second grade, I believe. And obviously he needed somebody to, um, we, we live further away from his school that he changed before his previous, his first elementary school. We we were, we literally lived around the corner. So it was really fairly easy to, um, to pick him up and, um, to take him to school because we lived so close but now we live further away from way further away from the school that he goes to now so it was a little bit difficult to kind of find somebody to take him to school and bring him from school and then with my husband's schedule um it was it's it's a crazy schedule it goes up and down so he either works in the morning or in the night it it varies so when, um, when I kind of finally, you know, um, I don't think I, I I didn't really leave my house when I had my last baby. Um, I, I, I was on bed rest. I did have to stay home. I did have to stay laying down and, um, my mom and, and my mother-in-law took care of me, you know, watched what they gave me to eat, um, made sure I wasn't carrying the baby other than when I was breastfeeding him. So for the most part, you know, I was at home all the time. And I just remember one time, um, I just remember one time, um, I think I called my mom. Yeah, I think I called my mom that time and, um, either I called her or she called me. I think she called me and then I picked up the phone. As soon as I seen, (laughs) it was funny. As soon as I seen her name on my phone, like it lit up and I seen her name, like my eyes started getting like watery as soon as, like, I seen that, and I think the baby was sleeping, or I don't know, I think the baby was asleep, my husband wasn't there, um, I think my, my toddler, my baby, my my second child was, I think he was in his room, or I don't know what, my husband wasn't home either, and um, she, she, I pick up the phone, and she's like, how are you doing, how's, she calls him, you know, Chillon, because he was my last one, he was a crybaby. He was he made up for my second child being the best newborn. <laughs> um, he was a crybaby. So my mom, you know, I answer and she's like, Oh, como está mi chillon?" or whatever and we start talking and she's like, Where's everybody? Like she started telling like, Oh, where Nate's still in school, blah blah blah, this, this and that, you know. And then she's like, how do you feel? And then as she just, that's all she said. How do you feel? And I just started bawling out of control. I started crying and I started telling her, you know, <laughs> I was like, I can't even take care of my kids. I can't even get up and go and, and, and take my oldest to school. I can't even go and pick him up. And, you know, my second child, I go, I can't even play with him. And he wants to play with me. And I can't play with him because I can't get up. And I start like just spilling everything out, you know, and I start spilling everything out, and I'm just like, and then I told her, and then then my husband, he's not helping me, he's just, he, oh, he was asleep, my husband was asleep, and he's like, he's just asleep, and, and, you know, he just gets off of work, and he goes straight into the room, and goes to sleep, and he just helps me a little bit, and this and that, you know, I went on, and on, and on, and she's like, okay, she's like, you need to calm down, she was like, if you don't calm down, you know, your postpartum depression is going to get worse. She's like, and she had it with my little brother, her last, um, her last child. Um, she got it really bad and she still has it now. And she was like, if you don't control it, if you don't relax, um, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse and you are not going to feel good. You, it's going to get bad. And, um, I was just going on and on and I told her the house is dirty and I can't even like I said once again I, I told her I can't even cook for them because they're so used to you know that my little one would my oldest would tell me like after I had my last baby he would be like mom when are you gonna get better because um I want you to start cooking again and, and <laughs> he would tell me I, I he it's funny because he, kids like I said kids love to eat out and he would be like I'm tired of eating out, mom, I just want you to make food again, and I don't want to eat dad's food, <laughs> so that kind of made me feel bad, and I, I told my mom, I was like, I can't even cook for him, I can't even cook for them, like, I know that they're tired of, like, outside food, and they're tired of what, you know, my husband is making them, and and, and that's, you know, he doesn't know how to cook, and, and all of that, and, and, and I told her the house is dirty, everything is everywhere, you know, the kids don't have clothes, the kids don't have this, and she like um she kind of like, you know, told me to be quiet and, and calm down and just listen and she was like, You know what? You just had a child. She's like, You you just had a child. You do not understand what your body just went through. She's like, Who cares, you know, if the house is a freaking mess or that a tornado just went through it? Who cares? Nobody should be coming over your house right now, but to help you, you know, nobody should be coming in to, to bother you right now. You need to rest. She said, and then she, and and she, my, my oldest is my, the first grandson. And she, that's like, that's like her child, like, um, that's her baby. That's her favorite. She's always, um, obviously because she took care of him, she was spent a lot of time with him. And for her to tell me what she told me, I was like, okay, then she's being serious. She was like, who, he's like, she was like, your oldest is not going to die if you, he does not eat home cooked meals for a month. He's not going to freaking starve if he doesn't have a home cooked meal. He can deal with it. He can deal with it until you get, you know, you get situated and you, you, you heal properly. And when she said that, I was just like, what? Because he, she will definitely pick him over me. Like, she loves that little boy. And I was just like, okay. And she was like, and then she says, and that's when I knew, like, I, I obviously, the depression was hitting me was because, um, for the most part, my husband, um, has always worked, um, different, um. Schedules. He's, he's been a night owl. He's worked a graveyard shift. He's worked early in the mornings, mid afternoons. He's always worked on um, different schedules. So I've never really, um, argued with him or even like, um, made it a big deal about him sleeping during the day ever. Um, because I know your body needs to fully rest. And really when you sleep during the day, it's not the same as when you sleep, you know, at night you kind of wake up more and all of that. And she, she told me, she was like, uh, and it kind of got me even more mad. Like I was more depressed and more mad because of what she said, but I, I knew she had, she had a point and she was like, and what do you expect from him? He works all night. She told me that she's like, he works all night and you expect him to come home and help you out, you know, with the kids or help you out with the cleaning, help you out with this. When he needs to rest, she told me, she's like, what do you want from him? You want him to, um, to have an accident at work, and then that's it. You're done. You will be by yourself for the rest of your life. You will not have his help forever. She's like, you would rather risk that for him helping you out for a few minutes or holding the baby for a few minutes? She said, I don't think that's what you would like. You know, he needs to rest in order for him to be okay so he can take care of you guys. And she said, if the baby cries, let him cry. Maybe he just wants to cry it out. Don't, you know, don't be so stressed out. And that's when I knew, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, it it was kicking in my depression. It was getting a little bit, um, a little bit bad. And I feel like everything just kind of balled in together. And then once I healed up, um, obviously once, you know, the 40 days were done, I kind of, um, I still didn't go out, but then I, there was a one time that I went, excuse me, I went to my parents' house with the kids and my dad was there and he asked me the same question that he always asked. And he was like, and I think I was already having a bad day um, and I get that, and he asked me, how are you, are you okay, are you, do you have depression, is everything okay, and <laughs> I just looked at him, and I started crying, and my mom, I think my mom was there, I'm not sure if my sisters were there, but my mom was there, and I just start crying, <laughs> again, for the same thing, you know, and, um, oh, I just, I get so frustrated, because the oldest I can't really, you know, go, and, and, and I was, wasn't driving if I didn't have to. Um, but sometimes I needed to get out. My husband would tell me, you know, if you want to get out, cause obviously I asked my doctor, can I drive? And he said, yeah, you could drive now or whatever. But my husband would tell me if you need to get out of the house, get out and go see your mom. Don't go anywhere else with the kids. It's going to be too much, which is right. It would be too much with the newborn and then a little toddler. And then obviously my oldest. So he would tell me if it was a time that my son wasn't at school, he would tell me, you know, get out, go to your mom's house, you know, re- go and, you know, relax or, you know, just have some time for yourself. And, um, I did for the most part do that. And, and mainly where I would go, I would go to my mom's house. And then that day that my dad was there and he asked me, I just started crying. Like I just started bawling and I told them, I was like, I can't do this. You know, I'm worthless or this not. And, and then, um. Uh, he you know obviously my mom was there and he was there and they're like you know you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself um as you know I've always been that type and he told me he's like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and at this moment you can't really do anything even if you wanted to you can't you know obviously for your own health and he told me um he said, because I've I've always been that type of person that I like to take care of myself. I don't like people doing things for me. I hate it. Um, and then he would tell me, he's like, You wanna do so much right now, but you can hurt yourself. You're not a hundred percent to be doing all of this and he 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 said to me, Do you wanna do what you wanna do because you don't want nobody to help you and yet have the chance that you can probably get hurt and then end up in the hospital and he told me he's like what if you were gone who's gonna take care of the kids he's like we could take care of them you know your husband could take care of them your husband's family can take care of them but who are the kids gonna need us him them or you he's like you can't risk that you can't risk you know hurting yourself or putting yourself down because you can't do that. And for the most part, my depression was about putting myself down and not being good enough and not being, you know, um, feeling helpless. Like I couldn't do anything. And, and I think that that's when it kicked in once I had um, my last one. And then he's only a a year and a half. So um, you guys can only imagine. I mean, it's been a while. And sometimes guys like, I do get into that little depression mode where, you know, I start thinking about stuff and then I start, you know, I do start thinking negative and, and I find myself, you know, feeling overwhelmed and, and then I can't get out of that funk. And, um, I think recently I just had an, uh, a uh, incident, a little scene recently when last week, I think or it was a week before that. I, I think it had, it had to have been last week when the whole online thing, online learning thing happened. And like I told you guys, um, I could not, like I wasn't prepared. I couldn't be prepared because I obviously didn't have all the resources to be prepared. And, and, and I knocked myself down a lot because of that. Uh, because, um, when I'm not a hundred percent, when I'm not, and I'm just that type of person. I'm not trying to be, you know, better than anybody, but I do expect a lot more from myself. And I do expect me to be on top. I'm really, really hard on myself. I do expect myself to be on top of everything and, and, and mixing anxiety and depression with that, um, personality is never a good thing. Um, it's never a good thing because, um, failure is really, it, it, it's like, a really bad thing with me and I'm trying to um I'm trying to work on that I'm trying to fix that because um depression obviously is real postpartum depression is is postpartum is definitely real it it it, it does you know kick in and um I know well mainly like my you know Mexicans are raised we don't like to go to the doctor and be told that we have depression or we have anxiety we don't like to get meds and be told that So that's why I really don't go to the doctor because my doctor, I think, did ask me and I did tell him, oh, I kind of did, you know, go through a little and he's like, was it that bad? Was it, you know, how was it? And he was telling me, well, you know, we can and and, and I'm just not that type of person. I don't want to take pills to calm my, I, I don't know. You could disagree with me, but that's just how I feel. Like us, you know, being Latino, it's just, we don't take, like, you know, depression and anxiety, but it's real. It it It's real. People go through that. And, and I, um, I have gone through that and I'm still dealing with it. And I think for the most part, it's, it's just the type of personality I am, the type of person I am, how hard I am on myself, um, to, um, you know, to have anxiety and depression on top of that, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard, but, But, um, it's real. It's real. And, and some people deal with it better than others. And some people, you know, obviously, you know, it is worse than others. And mine, I feel that just with everything that's been happening, you know, this year, I just think this year 2020 kicked it it way out the roof. Like it it just, it completely messed it up for, (laughs) for me. And I'm trying to, you know, have a control over it. I'm trying to, to, um, be better with that. And obviously, you know, um, not be so hard on myself and not judge myself because your biggest, your biggest critic and is, is is always yourself. Like you are your biggest critic and, and you are the biggest hater to yourself. Like you, you will put yourself down for all of that. And, And, uh, I've had to come, you know, I've, I've had to kind of, you know, work on it and work on myself and not put myself down so much. And, and, and kind of now having, you know, three boys, um, um, I've always been, you know, my home is, my home's not always clean. Um, for the most part when people come over, it's clean because I don't know, I just cleaned or it just so happened. Um but it is sometimes a mess it is, but I tend to, um, not always leave it a mess, not leave it a mess. Um, and I tend to always, you know, like things organized or just, that's just the type of person I am. But lately, you know, obviously with three kids, that's impossible, especially, you know, right now with quarantine and all of that, no school and, and, and all of that, they're always here. So, um, it's just, you know, been a a messy situation and, and me wanting everything to be the right way or go back to what it was and it be, you know, clean or organized or whatnot, that just went out the window and that kind of drives my anxiety up and then my depression kicks in because I'm like, you can't even do this or you can't, you know what I mean? I start talking myself down. So it is, it is this whole year 2020 just really isn't, isn't it. (laughs) But um, just know when somebody says, oh, I have anxiety or I have depression or don't take it as a joke, because sometimes they probably are going through something. They probably are going through um, a serious time of their life. And for the most part, like I said, Latinos, we don't really, you know well just for myself we really don't go to the doctor and tell them i have depression or i think i have anxiety or go to the doctor and then they diagnose you with anxiety and depression and then prescribe you medicine and you're just like nope you're crazy i i don't have that or i'm not going to take this or stuff like that you know and and sometimes you do have to take it serious guys because sometimes it is a serious matter like i said some have it worse than others and me i'm trying to cope with it i'm trying to um not be so hard on myself, so it's not so heavy on me, and it's not severe, you know, but um throughout like I said this year, it just at the beginning of the year, just the whole year in general is what sparked it up and 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 it's been it's been tough, it's been really, really tough, but I've been trying to deal with it, keep busy, um like I said, uh not you know be so hard on myself, so tough on myself, just let it be, and just um things are going to happen whether you like it or not good or bad they're going to happen so um it's just learn how to how to deal with it and and one thing that i have learned is um from anxiety and depression is talking about it and talking to somebody um uh my husband is not so much of an emotional person he sh- he does not show his emotions on his sleeve but um and I do, you know, opposites attract and, and I always do talk to him. Sometimes I do snap on him and I'll tell him like, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. I'm so sorry. It's just, this is what I'm going through. And then he'll understand why I'm acting the way I'm acting or why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know? So it, it's always good to talk to somebody, even if you don't want to go to the doctor or you don't want to do this, talk to somebody about it because it helps you for your sanity. And, and it, it's just makes you feel at least a little better you know and and it helps it helps to talk about it with somebody but um yeah always listen if somebody says that don't take it as a joke talk to them or or if you know they say something in a group and and you don't want to put them on blast or you don't want to do anything um take them to the side or call them later or message them or tell them hey can we meet can we go have coffee can we go have this and and ask them you just never know um, for the most part, I don't show my emotions. I don't show it on my social media. If I'm, I mean, sometimes if I'm having a bad day or I have something on my mind, I'll write it. But <laughs> if I'm having a bad day or if I'm having, you know, something's wrong with me or I have things on my mind, I won't show it. I won't tell people. I, I keep it to myself. And maybe that's what, you know, adds on to it and it just blows up at the end. But for the most part, I will talk to my husband about it and I will let him know and, Sometimes, you know, when it's not that bad or when it's I really do need to say something, I'll talk to my mom about it. And she always calms me down and lets me know, you know, it's it's OK. It's OK to feel a certain way, you know. But, you know, for the most part, guys, yes. If you hear something like that, take it in consideration and, and, and talk to them or or ask them about it or, you know, um just be aware or keep it in mind. You just never know. Maybe that person doesn't want to talk to you, but at least, you know, you know something's wrong um but yeah i hope this episode was not as depressing <laughs> as it sounded guys but um thank you so much thank you thank thank you so much for listening and i will see you guys on the next episode bye